Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Ah, welcome to another episode of Deep Conversations by Breath Hub. And I have an amazing, beautiful lady here, Sharon. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. You're welcome. It's my yeah. pleasure. And I will lead it to you for you to introduce yourself a little. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about your work. How did your journey start? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Thank you. So um, my journey into this world started in 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a young artistic photographer Like many young people, I moved to New York because I wanted to be an artist. And I had a lot of physical problems related to being a photographer. Mm -hmm. My shoulders were up to my ears. I had a lot of tension in my mid-eye brow point. Uh, I smoked pot all day, every day. And, uh, you know, that was kind of the thing that people did then. I'm not judging myself for that time period. But someone said to me, You know, it would be really, we think you would really enjoy studying Tai Chi. So I went to a Tai Chi class and I knew immediately that that was my path. Wow. And um, so that was my path. It was like, wow, this is so great. Amazing. I mean, why it's amazing is because people are having such a hard time finding their path, what their mission is, what their purpose. It's kind of like a big thing. Yeah. You're so lucky. But you know what? In those days, it was a little easier in some mm. ways. It was a little more difficult in other ways. There was no internet. You didn't have a million choices. You looked for things. Uh, you had this feeling that when you found something, it was like destiny or something, you know, because you didn't have a million choices. It wasn't like it is now where it's kind of like, the supermarket of yeah, your spiritual practices. Yeah. yeah, oh, I can go take this workshop, I can take this workshop. And at that time, it was much easier, I think, to go deep into something because you weren't distracted by all yeah. the other possibilities. Yeah, we're so much distracted. I mean, it has its benefits and it has oh, its sure. drawbacks sure. a lot. Yeah. So that's why I said, you know, it was easier in some ways, more difficult in other ways. Um, But I knew that that was my path, and it led me into a a whole world that I knew nothing about at that time. And so it's been a journey. Yeah. Did you work with different teachers or just one teacher? I've worked with a number of different teachers. My first Tai Chi teacher was a Korean man named Don An, and Don um, had a studio in Soho, And at a certain point, his teaching started to change. And while I was working with him, I was getting a lot of benefits from Tai Chi, but I never experienced Chi. You know, I thought Chi was like this, you know, joke (laughs) that was being perpetrated on naive (laughs) Westerners. Wow, interesting. I love it. It was like, this is, you know, this is a joke. This is real. Like it's all physical. and yeah. Yeah. And... So it. <laughs> uh, it turned out that he was studying meditation with uh, a young Thai man in Chinatown who was Montak Chia, who now mm-hmm. is 
a world-famous Qigong master. And he invited Montak Chia to come to his studio to teach a workshop. So I was in that first workshop of Montak Chia's Western students. There were about 10 of us there. And uh, I I experienced chi. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Energy's running through my body. I feel it. Life. It was the life force, you know. So um, And why did you did do you think you were able to experience that? Is it because his presence, uh, because of his presence or I know, the techniques? It was a, a combination of the technique and I think he is a catalyst for people to experience that, mm. but you don't need him to experience it. Yeah. You know, anyway. I it's became, kind of like a bridge yeah. because of his own experience. Yeah. And he was introducing something that was unique. Nobody was teaching the microcosmic orbit meditation. No one was teaching the six healing sounds. Mm. You know, this was a very unique uh, path that he was introducing. Mm. And, you know, so I became very curious about the world of chi and, uh, you know, all aspects of the world of chi. And, you know, I became a teacher and, you know, then I started studying with other people. I've had a number of different teachers and, yeah. yeah, Besides the chi experience, are there any, like, crazy moments or experiences you had or your students had during the classes during during the classes or otherwise yeah both yeah yeah well I remember a moment where I was standing waiting for a bus and I started to feel the earth energy rising into my physical body wow and I was like whoa there there, there it is. I don't have to just practice. I've opened my channels and now the energy is just running. Amazing. So that was pretty wild. Um, you know, I'd have to really think about that. I mean, people have told me different stories over the years. Um, but I'd have to really think about it to, to bring like, a really good story to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But thank you for that thought. Yeah. Now I'm going to go through my journals and look. Yeah. Let's yeah. have it cooking and yeah. I would love to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've been lately in these podcasts, I've been lately talking a lot about the power of grounding and also the power of, you know, using chi and breath and body work to ground. Yeah. Because there are a lot of, as you know, there are a lot of teachers and there are a lot of practices especially on the mind level. Like people are doing all sorts of like also coaching and mind work and mind level. But I see people having a hard time because they figure out things on the intellectual level, on the mind level, but because they couldn't bring that into their body and into their experience and ground that energy, they're having a hard time in their life experience still, like being, like experiencing their natural selves or just Mm -hmm. you know being although they got it in the mind like when i talk to them they're very clear and like with a clear vision and with a clear purpose and all that but i don't see that happening in their lives because i see it's it's not grounded enough so and i think tai chi and chi and like body movement and it's all like they're they are all great tools to ground so i wanted to hear your ideas yeah you're really hitting on something that's very important right now because 
there's a gap between consciousness and behavior yeah. that is really big in our world. Yeah, that's what know? I'm seeing right yeah. now. Yeah. And, you know, I think Qigong and Tai Chi, for me, they, that was the best path for me to learn about my real connection to the earth. Because in those practices, you focus a lot on the kidney point number one, which mm. is poetically called the bubbling spring. It's in the center of the sole of the foot. And the earth's ener energy rises up through that point into the mm -hmm. physical body. The yin force of the earth rises up as the yang force of the universe channels down through the crown center. And those two forces of yin and yang, mm -hmm. they mix and blend to create every person's, what I like to call our individual energetic medicine. Yeah. You know? yeah. So um, I know for myself that before I did this practice over many years, and I've been practicing over 40 years, mm -hmm. but in my, you know, in my late 20s, early 30s, I had a really hard time with the physical plane. I had a hard time feeding myself, uh, paying my bills, you know, just taking care of myself in on the earth plane. And mm -hmm. I think that... Uh, for me, this connection to the earth, and there are very particular practices that you do to connect to the earth energy, really makes that a tangible feeling. So that you have it in your body as you're leading your life. You don't need to always think about it. It's like, yes, mm -hmm. I live on the earth plane. I have to follow certain uh, agendas that that implies. You know, yeah. gravity, uh, you know, nurturing and support, you yes. know, and receptivity. That's another aspect of living yeah. on the earth plane because everybody thinks they have to do it all themselves. Yeah. But when you, you really get in touch with the earth energy, you really feel that support from uh, the yin force. Yeah. From your sisters earth. and brothers. It's That's like, right. I think. The, the deeper we connect with the earth and the deeper we can ground ourselves, the deeper we can connect with each other. Yeah, and people I are, think that's true. People are trying to, and that's also something right now what I'm seeing, people are trying to, especially the young generation, are trying to connect with uh, each other uh, from a higher level, like kind of like as if like understanding that we are all one on the consciousness level but not feeling that support of each other and like energetic connection on this very level. Yeah. You know, so it's mm -hmm. like, I think that's why we need breath work, more breath work, like connection with chi and like grounding. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. yeah, I, I, I don't think we can talk enough about the importance of grounding, you know, the importance yeah. of connecting with the earth plane and the body. And because that's where we connect with each other as well. That's where we feel our support that's where we become sisters and brothers not out there you know right. in space and in the mind right yeah. and you know the breath is so important in our connection to the earth because if we start to feel um, the pulsation of the earth and our connection to that pulsation it's like the breath you know the earth is breathing we're breathing 
uh, yeah, the this rhythm, is the heart, yeah, the, the pulsation of the life force. You know, we're all yeah. expressing that. In we're some all pulsing. Way. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we're yeah. all pulsing in that same vibration, yeah. and that's yeah. the yeah. you know rhythm behind the music and the everything. Yeah. and everything and. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we've been also like in different podcasts talking about um, uh, why it's important to just take time mm -hmm. to be with yourself, to experience yourself because we're so much conditioned in this world on, you know, having goals and running and running and running. But it's like that's why people get sick in the first place. It's like just mm -hmm. learning to take time and having that... Um, Yeah, it's kind of like creating a lifestyle of taking time to connect with yourself. So how do you see that happen? Like what would you tell people uh, who would like to have a, like change their habitual lifestyle and just bring, uh, you know, meditation, Tai Chi, breath work into their lives, even if it's for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes a yeah. day? Well, I think the first thing is that we all need to be less busy. Yeah. We need to look at our schedules and see where we're uh, running out of energy, where we're running out of gas, you know. Yeah. And so we need to be less busy. We need to walk more, not with mm -hmm. the idea of getting anywhere, but, you know, going to parks, uh, going into nature, going to the ocean. You know, we need nature. Even if it's the middle of New York City, and yeah. like for me, I always go and do my practice by, uh, in, by the Hudson River, in the Hudson River Park on a pier yeah. out there, because I like to be by the water, yeah. and it just makes me feel calmer, you know. So anytime we can go into nature is good, and if you need to schedule that for yourself, you should. And the other thing is... Um, sometimes I tell my students, integrate your quiet time or your connection to yourself in odd ways. Like um, when you hear your phone ding and you have a message, instead of going to look at the message, take a few breaths, take a few deep breaths, exhale, let go of stress or tension. You know, some people hear those dings all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so think how that would change your daily experience if instead you, instead of running to your phone, you just heard that as a reminder to breathe. So, yeah. you know, yeah, that's a great idea, that. by the way. Thanks. Whenever you hear that thing, it's for you to take a breath and take time. <laughs> Yeah, and just and exhale then, your wow. stress, you know. Yeah, and it's a then, great formula. We have many dings and every time we're like, <laughs> pause. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so things like that. And then, of course, there are lots of practices that you can learn. Um, I think people sit too much. So yeah. I like to teach standing meditation. Mm. Um, standing meditation, walking meditation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah walk, stand more. Right. Um, also, just, um, I'm sure you know this, but when you lengthen your exhalation, you tone your vagus nerve. Yeah. And 
that's really good for people. Um, That nerve has a lot to do with our uh, fight or flight response. And most of us are not living in a parasympathetic, relaxed, you know, inhibited nervous system way. Most of us are living with our nervous system always tuned up, tuned up, tuned up, so that we're ready to pounce. (laughs) React. (laughs) To react. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say lengthening your exhalation Mm -hmm. regularly, you know, taking a few minutes and doing mindful breathing so that you're aware of how your body shifts when you lengthen your exhalation. Um, if you do any kind of movement practice, um, and, and, you know, Qigong and Tai Chi are perfect for this. Um, you know, when most people exercise, they let the movement dictate how they breathe. So if you run fast, your breath is running to catch up with you. Um, in Qigong and Tai Chi and, and in some ways yoga, I don't know, depending on who the teacher is, what style, et cetera, um, your breath needs to lead your movement. Mm -hmm. So you want to synchronize how you're moving your body with your breath. So, for instance, in Tai Chi, if you raise your arm on an inhalation, you want to have that arm raise be synchronized with your breath. So total Mm -hmm. inhalation and then long exhalation for you to take that time to move so when you shift the focus of movement and breath that also can be very useful yeah it's kind of like for me it's kind of like shifting from the physical plane to the spiritual plane to the chi plane because instead of letting the physical plane that rush you know lead you you're choosing a more wise master the breath Right. To lead you. Yeah. We yeah. say in and Qigong the whole that experience the, is different. Yeah. yeah. That the mind leads the chi. Yeah. The chi leads the blood. Yeah. So the mind leads the chi. You you work with how you're thinking about yeah. it. You know, your thought determines your movement. You're not just like willy nilly moving your body. Yeah, around. it's a more conscious movement, like yeah, consciousness, like breath, and yeah, yeah. conscious mov- movement. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah. welcome. Yeah, I can tell you have really mastered on it. Like I'm sitting with a great master. Like oh I can my, tell. I don't think so. I'm just yeah. an advanced student. You know, yeah. There's I mean, so much like, to learn always. Like for me, who, <laughs> who just know, who has little knowledge on Tai Chi and Qigong, I'm sitting with a master, obviously. So. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you. I mean, I think it's I, I think it's beautiful also, like this is also for what I see in young generation. Like um, uh, I couldn't talk more about finding your path and also finding your mission and just choosing one thing or a couple of things and mastering on that, preferably one thing and mastering on that because I think that's kind of like Every little detail you want to know about life is in that continuous practice, like mastering one thing. I mean, even if it's just walking, uh-huh. you know, just mastering on walking, doing it over and over, over again. And I think you can just get enlightened in that. 
you know it's like that i mean people people think like you know monotonous they want to try this they like you know the the new generation of course like when we were young we were like that as well like i want to try this and i want to try instead of that it's like just decide on one path and because you can see it it's like you have mastered and that's why i said mastered because you chose that and you have mastered in that and i can tell like with that you also are mastered with life because it's like when once you do something over and over again it's like yeah it leads you somewhere it's like yeah yeah. i sometimes say that at a certain point the practice becomes the teacher yeah you know you don't I mean, having a teacher is important, um, but at a certain point in your practice, you start to learn from the practice. So yeah, that's I really what you're saying. Yeah, that has yeah. been breath work for me and yeah. also mind work. And yeah, yeah, yeah you, the practice becomes your teacher itself. Like breath yeah. became my teacher for many years. Right. right, but you have to do it. Yeah, over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it, I'm sometimes it. astounded. Um, when I do something that I've been doing for years and all of a sudden I have an insight. It's like, how, uh, where was that insight lurking? You know, it's like (laughs) (laughs) somehow today I had the right key to open that door and all Mm. of a sudden, oh, wow, that's what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's the brill- brilliance of life. It's like uh-huh. you can't open the next door without experiencing the one before that. It's right. like, you know, right. one door and then there's the experience and then there are doors waiting to be opened, but like you can only open them when you're on that level. It's right. kind of yeah, it's right. amazing. And sometimes you think that you've reached the end, like there yeah. are no more doors here. Yeah, it's, And then you realize yeah. unlimited unlimited going right. on infinite and, uh, yeah and i yeah. love that you say i'm a i'm a student because i do feel the same too it's like uh-huh. we have a lot to learn and in in our on our paths as well yeah. it was great speaking to you sharon thank you very much for well, being thank you yeah being this <laughs> and i'm gonna ask you one more question sure uh what would you uh, like the humanity to understand if there was one thing you would like humanity to know before you died, what would that be? What a beautiful question. Um, to cherish life on earth in all of its, in all the ways that she dances on earth, to cherish that. You know, the animals, the people, the water, people's self-expression, you know, just to cherish this life on earth. It's just such a transient, beautiful gift that we all have. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Touched my heart. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It was wonderful talking with yeah. you. I look forward to another conversation. Yeah, me too. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us, guys, (laughs) and watching us. And I'll see you on the next episode.